Hello everyone, and welcome back to Gathering of Gotchas, the only podcast that focuses exclusively on the games your parents don't want you to play. I'm Galen, a very sick The Sound Guy Firestone. And I'm Ryan, still as ribright as ever. And here's the very tiring kite. And I'm Renekal, and I'm doing great, thank you for asking. Lucky you! <laughs> woo, woo. Yeah. Uh, hey, let, let me rub my health in your face. Yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, Happy New Year. New year point zero five. Yeah, point zero five <laughs> indeed. Um, so an explanation: we did have a live episode, um, where we had our official New Year's episode. Unfortunately, that recording was not able to be released due to technical difficulties, so this is going to count as our officially released New Year's episode. And then there's a lost episode somewhere out there on my Twitch bots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One day, if we ever get famous uh, and someone really wants it released, then uh, maybe, but I mean, I not. still have all the data. I can finish editing it such as I can and put it out. I just don't think it's a good idea because it sounds awful. I mean, I'm not even in it, so why should we care? <laughs> Ouch. Oh, the burn, it hurts. Oh, the pain. I feel it. Oh, wow. No, that's the sickness. Coming out swinging. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and dive into the FFBE recap of the week. Let's do it. So, last week, um, it started. Now we're, we're finishing up our uh, FF15 raid event with Arden and Regis. Yay? Yeah, I know. Um, question mark? Yeah, I mean, y'all know my feelings on FF15, so this this does not excite me in the least. Yeah, they're really niche characters. I, mean, I know there's some people out there who are, like, really big Arden fans. Um, Regis fans don't really know anybody. I mean, he's... I cool. like Regis. Wasn't he like played him. by Sean Bean in Kingsglaive? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. that's yeah, a reason no, to like him. I, I would roll yeah, for Sean Bean. Was, but, I mean, would, would I want to really sell the farm to pull for him? No. No, uh, I, I don't think so. So what about, are you pulling on that banner at all? I mean, I'm not even doing dailies. Um, oh, me um, neither. Yeah. I, I'm, as of last Thursday, I've officially retired from summoning in general after Final Fantasy event. So it's a big hoarding session for me once again, starting last Thursday. So nice. nobody pulled for these characters. Do we even care, or should we just mark it down as they exist I in mean, the bottom of life? Riches is a pretty decent support unit. Yeah, okay. he is. He's sort of like a birdie Zargabaf. Okay. Mm -hmm. And a lot of barriers and all that stuff. I like barriers. Yeah, I, I ran uh, Shirtless Nickel for a very long time because I like barriers. <clears throat> right. And and uh, free turn, uh 50% mitigation on the LB is nothing to scoff at. So yeah. if you yep. don't have any good support unit, he's actually a pretty solid choice. He's, mm -hmm. like, he's solid as a support unit, but he has two main problems. One, he's not Sylvie. That's a pretty two, big problem. <laughs> yes. And two, he's kind of boring. Yeah. That's also a pretty big problem. Um, well, well, I don't know about that. It's not he's not Sylvie because I did a I did a dummy dummy build on Regis. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, the build I made for Regis, if I ever get him, 
He has the he nearly has the same HP, MP, defense, and spirit as my Sylvie. I mean, stats so, are nice, but I mean, stats are nice, but that's not really what support that. units are used for. What matters yeah. is their kit, and if his kit's boring, and then even all the stats of the world aren't going to overcome stats, that. Even if mm -hmm. you take the stats into account, congratulations, Wiggis. You almost caught up to a unit that was really that was released last Easter. Yeah, almost a yeah, year now. We're true, getting. Right? She's like nine months old, and she's still the gold standard for support units. Exactly. Talk about that meta whopper. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because I finally pulled my second Sylvie, and I just oh, been nice. whenever I do trials, then I've been using other people's that are still on my friend list. So now I can actually use my own, which I did uh, for the last couple trials. Yeah, uh, one of which I just uh, finished today, which was the uh, nice. FF One series boss battle. So Congrats. that's nice. Yeah. So so especially because I just have my own, I really don't have much interest in Regis. I mean, if I were to pull two of them, I would, you know, I would use them. But mm -hmm. nah, you know. Yeah. There was no interest, maybe. I mean. Speaking mm -hmm. of no interest, do we even talk about Hatless Aiden? Uh, yeah. Do we? Hatless Aiden. Hatless Aiden. Oh. He, he's never yeah. going Hatless to be better Aiden. than Hayden with the hat, so probably not, I think. Yeah, what does he even mm. do? I'm not even going to lie. Like, I didn't even... I have so I mean, little interest in Arden's him. I didn't the even final boss, so I assume he's a magic attacker. That That's usually their thing. Probably. Yeah, he, he's a physical type du dual wield user. Oh, physical. With, um, yeah, mm -hmm, he's physical. Well, that puts him in vaunted company of Sephiroth and, like, nobody else. Mm. No. I yeah. mean, he uh, he got almost identical to what Crown Prince Noctis has, except he has chaining skills. Unlike Noctis, who is a LB nuker, this one has mm -hmm. some chains in him. Really? And I think most of his skills are also based in his down DLC episode. Oh, okay. I think I saw his Shasha Blade in, mm -hmm. and then the one of the most of the attacks based on whenever he calls on Ifrit. Mm. True dual wield stuff and right. dark elemental imbues. Uh, dark and fire. Dark and fire, right. right. I mean, if dark he's got effort, then fire makes sense. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Like, nothing yeah. about that sounds impressive to me. I'm not hearing anything interesting about him at all. Like, does anybody... I, this is the first conversation I've heard anybody have about him. Yeah, I haven't seen I mean, one person put him on their friend list, so I haven't even had a chance to try him out either. It's pretty funny. I think at this point the units have a sort of curse where you had Helmetless Kane, who had right. his TMR, his helmet, and nobody <laughs> used him. And now we have Hatless Ardin, despite all the joke, uh, uh, disregarding all the jokes about uh, his resemblance with Aiden. He right. does not have a hat on his uh, sprite, and mm -hmm. his TMR is a hat. Point being, when you have a character known from having a hat or a helmet of sorts, and you put his hat on his TMR and not on his sprite, nobody yeah. is going to care. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Damn it. A pretty good theory. I, I would call that convoluted, but I, I see it. It's it's got some like you know there there there's a I board out there with some red string connecting two unrelated pictures that led to that, but I like it. It all makes sense. It's the same person. It's just they're laughing hysterically. Sure, it's funny. Great. I dig it. Yeah, I like getting laughs. 
I know. I thought it was the only one who noticed that, like, Aiden literally looked exactly like Arden when they re- did his well, Black Friday one. I'm like, oh, there, other yeah. people did No, too. I think everybody was, noticed there, that. There was a meme. There was a meme about that last year. Yeah. Last year. It was last year. <laughs> and then I saw it was that meme that says, oh, yeah, what, what Ren or Ryan said. They're the same person. Clearly. It's like, like Mario and Luigi. He looks so gosh dang like the same person. <laughs> well, at least those uh, two have okay, gone through but... divergent character evolution. In the case of Aiden and Arden, they really just didn't. They did the opposite. They really look way closer to being alike. Yeah. Yeah. The Virgin Arden versus the Chad Aiden. Yeah. So, I mean, with the raid is the raid, but I mean, yep. what about the uh the trial, the free trial? I found it I mean, they're always underwhelming, but this one was even more underwhelming than usual. It's not. Oh, it's not. Mem- it's not memorable because it doesn't have the one that says "defeat Ifrit with Shiva." <laughs> hey, yeah. you remember back when we had that one nightmare trial that was so cool? I miss those days. Oh, yeah. I yeah, know it was on the marathon thing. I think they did a marathon about that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went in um, with my raid team. Um, who's art? Who had fire weapons? Yeah, but I was trying to kill with a limit burst, so I like only did one, like I single casted it, and or like I double casted with my Elena, but made it to where you know I did one mo- one hit, and then the other one that charges her limit burst, and I one shot it. I was like, uh, Ooh. what? <laughs> so it is made of the white tissue paper. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. I didn't <clears throat> use fire. I used ice. Yeah. It was you know I used her her ice imbue. And then, what, what the heck did I do? I don't even remember now, because I know I was trying to build Limit Burst. And the short version is you accidentally breathed on it and it fell over. Um, Basically, yeah. Which is funny, I just fought uh, Ifrit for the first time in Final Fantasy XIV last night, or at least hard mode Ifrit, and that's like an actual fight, and I'm like, I miss this feeling of having actual fights. Yeah. Y'all are going to hear me make some FF14 references. I'm sorry. I got totally addicted to the game. I knew it was going to happen. That's why I avoided it so long, but it's too late for me to send help. What server are you in? Brynhildr. Okay. So our other thing that's going on is uh, King Hess Laswell arrives. Chair Chair Lazzy. Yay, Chair Laswell? I so don't care. Yeah. Uh, He was pretty handily buffed. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a good sign. Yeah. I remember, yeah, like, no, nobody he... talked about this guy in Japan. Everyone was talking about Rain and Fina, and Laswell just got left in the dust. Well, and it no, wasn't... Um... Oh, yeah, he was. He was still the last one released, right? Of yes, the three? I think so. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I actually, in JP, pulled for him, but when I used to play the JP version, I literally would just get units, like, as collectibles and, like, then never use them. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of weird, which is probably why I stopped playing. But um, understandable. I mean, he's my favorite of the three. But just the fact that I have so many damage dealers, then uh, I'm not pulling for. Yeah, him. damage dealers have to be really impressive to be exciting. At these at this point, just because you could always find damage, as I've said repeatedly. So, <clears throat> does anything yeah. make Laswell that exciting? Okay. I mean, one of the things that oh, deserves my. mention because it's pretty hilarious, is uh, the <laughs> related to his uh, STMR, which uh-huh. is uh, a bit of an... Uh, uh, it's a good katana for 200 character, which makes sense it's, since he's uh, 200 katana users. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, 
but the ACMR also increases the modifier by 0.5 times of every single mirror of equity skill. Yeah. So they need yep. every one of them. Oh, every that's interesting. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. From uh, there's like thirty. I, it's all from those who who can learn mirror of equity innately. Those from Odin. Those skills from Pyroglacial Laswell, Axtar, Zeno, and mm-hmm. Hesking Laswell himself. Got it. Uh, is his weapon actually purple lightning this time? Yeah, true. true purple lightning. Oh, thank goodness. I was so true annoyed that, lightning. like, this weapon they made such a big deal about in the story was this little 90 attack thing. I was like, this deserves way better than this. Yeah, yeah no, it does. It deals one, it's a 180 attack skill. Yeah, which is pretty good. 182 handed and okay. Okay, good. I like this. This yeah. is this is a proper purple lightning now, finally. All right, it is, okay. Yeah. It is absolutely yep. his best in slot. Yeah, and, yeah. and especially since if I'm thinking correctly, isn't Olesperus is like the only two handed katana we have? Yeah, only my plus. Nope, Axtar. Nope. We also Axtar. have Axtar. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. His. I totally forgot. True that, true that. And mm-hmm. I think Kaito. Kaito. Which is water I... element. Oh, yeah, the water element. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was one thunder. I don't even no, have um, one of him. I don't think yet. No. Yeah, cool. Um, and one one thing that's actually pretty cool, I don't know if anybody's noticed that that bundle um, for him. Yeah, yep. yeah, that that was amazing. It almost tempted me to pull for him just to Same. justify the bundle. <laughs> yeah, so, so, I know. <laughs> so, uh, to explain, I had to resist. You have the normal step up, right. which is already pretty good and gives you a guaranteed Hess King less well at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then mm-hmm. you have in the shop a bundle that costs a little under 10,000 lapis. Yeah, and in the mm-hmm. bundle you have an STMR ticket. Yeah, uh, no, a select summon ticket. Yeah, yep. uh, you you have a five EX star ticket. Yep. You have a premium ten plus one ticket, and mm-hmm. you have Leswell's Prism. Yep. Ooh. So for thirty five thousand lapis, you are guaranteed to have Leswell at seven star. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, pre- how much is it good. again? Uh, 35,000, since you need the full lap to have one guaranteed, and right. the bundle to have the prism guaranteed. Oh, yeah. right. I mean, shoot, if you have really good RNG, I mean, you might you, yeah. you might end up with his STMR there, you know? I mean, yeah. that's exactly. why I'm tempted to pull, but no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to resist because, uh, you know, it's time for yeah, like, saving. And plus, I don't we, have that. I think we anyway. are resisting because of the unit, but if they make this sort of bundle for the kind of unit we want, I am 100% all for it. Yeah, I th- and I think that's probably why they did this, you know, they kind of know that we've we've kind of had just hard banner after hard banner of, you know, yep. stuff people really want, Dark Fina, Rain, you know. And we love RNG like, mitigation. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, then that's kind of the incentive to like, hey, you know, pull... Because they know people are probably going to go back yep. to horde mode like yeah. me. And then, and well, well, well you say they're going to go back to horde mode, but the truth is we're looking at Lunar New Year like next week. Yeah, and that's why I'm resisting the urge to pull because I don't yeah. have much resources. I'm only up I to have... like, I'll be back up to like 11,000 Lapis once I do the story and I have like nine summon tickets. Because, yeah, I mean, I went, I went, um, 
I was going on the Warrior of Light banner, so I stopped. Yep. I actually stopped. I was on, <laughs> I was on 6,000, if I can remember. And then, yeah. well, since tickets are going to be more scarce than before, mm-hmm. because King Mog events no longer sells them. Right. Yeah, and I'm I actually, still we're... on my I want twenty five thousand uh, lapis hoard, uh, right? Because it's been rebuilt after the other ten plus uh, eleven rainbows uh, banner, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm summoning on nothing but these because they're so very good, but I'm still uh, waiting for it all. Anyone else? Okay. Yeah, looking forward to Wonder Twins uh, enhancements. Just me? Well, okay. enhancements or latent abilities. I mean, it'll be both, because they're a year old, so it'll be... Yeah, they'll mm-hmm. probably get both. I'm and not... then the old I'm one's sorry. gonna get latent abilities, and something is bothering me lately, because there are some there are some people who are complaining about one particular unit there, Okay. and they wanted, and they wanted him to have a rework. Well, it's just my little bit of imagination about it, but I don't know, because... You all know, you all remember Quinn, oh, whose Jin, kit who's... is... Awful. Terrible. I got Jin by accident, and I hated every second of I used him once, and I'm just like, this guy is awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking forward to either of those two. I'm sorry. I mean, even even the twins, I was like, ah. I'm going nice. to have to skip the dog again. Bleh. Why? I got his STMR, so I'm good. I'm looking forward to latent <laughs> abilities. So I, he can, yeah, uh, you want your dog back. Join my party. Oh yeah, yeah. you might love my doggo. And it sucks because it's gonna be his last, you know, hurrah basically, you know. I mean, unless they come up with something completely new to enhance him, you know, next year, then I think this is it for our boy. This is it until <laughs> eight Chow. Yeah. 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 CG Chow win. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> sick. Imagine. Oh my god. Ooh, I would I would vote for that. I would make like twenty accounts I'm to vote gonna... for CG Chow if oh, it came boy. to like a vote thing. I'm gonna melt I'm gonna melt <laughs> and be in my own self again. Should look now, okay. I, I have the plan. Just use the carbon kill free star summon, but imagine mm. it shows face instead of a carbon kill. That'll work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Can we get an okay. edit of that? Just, did, just the the, the, the freaking Chow picture on top of all the carbuncles. It yeah. doesn't work. No, it's not. It's not. It's not the same as the real one. No. Someone can do it. Yeah. Well, Monday is gonna be possibly the next video. I don't know. Well, again, we'll I don't know. See, I know yeah. there's a fan meetup coming up. Yep, in Taiwan. Oh. It's gonna be on February eighth, I think. February eighth. February... Okay, so that's gonna be way too late for Lunar New Year stuff. So, all right. right. Yeah. yeah, and then this one is a bit quite complicated, but it's a free admission. The thing is, you have to be rank one hundred plus. Yeah, that's kind of uh, interesting to me. I mean, gatekeeping, but I guess uh. it's like. Making sure they're fan. I mean, I well, don't know. Well, it's making sure it's active players. It. It's not like someone who makes an account just to show up for free loot. Like, mm, I, 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 I do get it. That's true. And it's not like a hundred is all that hard. Like when I stopped, I was near a hundred and eighty. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It really only starts to slow down like after one fifty or something. You know. Yeah. So honestly, a hundred isn't that much of an ask, but it makes sense. Yeah. Yep. There's there is the rank experience maps anyway. 
So yeah. that's an easy tip. And right. those who are actually joining or attending the fan reception will get a special emblem and mm. an accessory that gives 500 flat HP and 30% defense. That's and, really, that's uh, actually a very solid uh, thingy. And 30% defense and another 30 defense if, if I can double check. Honestly, mm. I think the idea of making special emblems from event is a pretty good idea. It's certainly, nice. yeah, it it certainly shows it's symbolic and mm. uh, just a way to say I was here. Uh, mm. You can put it in your phone list, and it li will certainly show very more often than like artisan lead or exactly. I yeah, was yep. that same thing. Yep, those um, people like those people who were in the New York. Like those on the New York New York live stream. Yeah, uh, Damager101 in chat says he's like 130-something in his accounts just from when Cloud came out, but uh, for a long time didn't grind that hard. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, 100 isn't that big of a gate. It's That's a pretty fair one in terms of, like, making sure you're an active player. I I, yeah. I really don't have a problem with that. That's that's fairly low, almost. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, I think it's still available if you wanted to go visit Taiwan and maybe get into the fan reception. I, I mean, mean, Kai, yeah. you're the only one who really can do that. I can't fly out of the country right now. That is a I, huge I, endeavor. I can't mm -hmm. even either, sadly. That's I mean, you're closer really than the sad. rest of us. We have two people in Southern California, one person from France, and then you. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's that hard for today, you. So. Taiwan is still, still far away. Yeah. So no live reporting. Sorry, fans. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to cry. But, yeah, either way, moving on. Well, recently we got the Defiance of Fate Community Event Rewards, which is outstanding. Yeah. We got some of the rewards that it's going to be available at a later date, like the Daily 10 Summons, the Free Lapis Summons, and the Free Daily Guaranteed 4-Star and Above Unit Summon with a 3-Star Trust Moogle mm -hmm. for a specific unit. And then we got some of the rewards there that are already out, such as the Tyrant's Ring. Some, I think we got some Lapis, I think, or Summon Tickets, EX Tickets. Uh, tickets yeah. Yeah. There was definitely a 5-star EX somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's, there's the 5-star EX Ticket, Rare Summon Tickets, 4-star Guaranteed Tickets, and those special rewards that are going to be based on release of events. Oh, I forgot Ooh. the Super Vault of Hidden Treasures. Which is, seems to be better than the original vault. Neat. We're gonna find out what's gonna be in it. I and hope then... it's going to be better than what I got for my five star EX, which was Duke number nine. Ooh. Oh boy. I got, I got um. My... Who did I get? Oh, I got Susiko number three. Oh boy. Okay. I got a six. Almost to the boom. Mm -hmm. I got a six, Lulu, and I'm not impressed. Mm. Yeah. Number six, Oof. kaboom. What I'm hoping for that Super Vault of Hidden Treasures is some STMR ticket opportunities. Like, boom. Yay, same. Actually, speaking of Super Trust Moogles, the, the new addition to the Defiance of Fate event actually has Super Trust Moogle tickets. This time, yeah. you can use your own party for the... Maw of Malice and Essence of Despair battles. Yeah, so that was the part that was supposed to be there at launch as well, but had to be delayed for a while, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And the rewards there are the recipes for the materials and the recipe itself for the enhanced version of the Tyrant's Ring, which is now available. Okay. It's a really good accessory, which is also good for that fight alone for the Defiance of Fate event itself. It's called the the highest upgraded version is the Fate Sworn Ring. It gives out a flat forty five defense spirit and some resistance to fire, lightning, and dark, which is the affinities of Telfalsanis, and the infamous auto refresh passive. Oh, nice. So Damager yeah, asks if anyone is that. hoping for anything specific in a 10 plus 1 in a couple hours. Yep, that's the New Year's 2020 special login campaign. As long I mean... as you don't miss a day, it's the 5-star guaranteed 10 plus 1 ticket. I mean, I, that doesn't quite hoping? answer the question. Let's yeah. see. Uh, you know what's yeah. coming. Let yeah. I guess this is just sort of your general wish list of units that are in the pool. Like, yeah. what do you guys? Yeah. What would you guys like to see out of this? Warrior of Light. <laughs> what am I on three? I actually got many of the STMRs I've been hoping for for a while. I guess I wouldn't mind despite the chances being rather low, because my last five-star I pulled was a Susiko. I wouldn't mind one of her. Um, who else? I don't know, to be honest, to be quite honest. Um, you know, I haven't gotten... Um, I'm one away from... What the heck is her... What's her name? Ah, that, you know, the little 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 uh, beast unit, little beast dog. Uh, <laughs> what the heck is her name? Huh? Kunshira? Yeah, Kunshira. Yeah, I mean, Kunshira. <laughs> I'm also I'm also missing I, I, one of her too. Right? Yeah, I'm one um, away on that one, so I wouldn't mind that. Uh, I want my seven star warrior of light. I want my Fort Malfazi. So assuming I that I played, mm -hmm. I think my answer would be a second um, Onionite Refia. And I know that's a weird one, <laughs> but I've always really liked Refia, and I'd love to get her seven star. Oh man, I think I'm one or two away from her second STMR. Ooh, and, and I'm one short for her STMR. That's a pretty good sword. Like, that's no yeah. joke I'm for dual wielders. I'm one short for her STMR, too. I actually I'm stuck gonna... that on Demon like 100% of the time because it was really good for him. Nice defense yeah. boost. Personally, I'll probably take, uh, first and foremost, uh, my third and fourth Monk Sabine of Colts for the coin STMR mm. because I'm still on the idle train and that's best in slot. Good. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else I would. I mean, I'll just, just give me something. Uh, I don't really care what. I don't know. Just give me a <laughs> me rainbow. And, me, I, I just want a. Right well, mm. me, I just want my Warrior of Light Seven Star or my Fort Malfazi. Yeah. Or if anything, any of the Black Friday units. I'm definitely. Oh, yeah. Buy. A fourth olive. I need one more olive for Black Sparky. I wouldn't Ooh. mind that. Yeah. Yee, nice gun. Black I mean, Sparky. cannon. Yeah. The stealth border. Yeah. Uh, I want my Dr. A so bad. I want my healer collection. Okay, no, I have the perfect troll answer. I okay. want widgets. After what we discussed. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't right. be mad if okay. I pulled a Regis either. Yeah, yeah. yeah me neither. He, Again, I can't believe you for wanting Sean Bean. It's Sean Bean. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he's the sensible chuckle of you need to pull. You get him and you're like, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Feels good. Feels good, man. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that's uh, 
good enough for our FFBE segment, yep. wouldn't you guys say? I Let's... think so. Let's go mm -hmm. ahead go and move it on to uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. So what is going on there, Kite? Before I go to the big thing, well, we got Chapter 2 of Book 4 released a couple of weeks ago. We have new units from the Genealogy of the Holy War game, which has some neat characters there. And then the new release of a new antagonist of the Book 4 story. Okay. We, well, let's see here. The new villain here is Plumeria, which in her epitaph it says, Lewd Dream. Oh, great. Okay. What yep. the heck is Fire Emblem doing? This feels so off base. Uh, I mean, fairies, this one is man. fairies. Yep. The They're original the fan world. base getting older? Question mark. No. Not. Well, yeah, not, not really. the way the recent games have appeared to be. I. I don't. Yep. Yeah. But this. This one is the. This one is based on the realm of dreams. So I think it's mm -hmm. just fitting that. The theme here is something about dreams so far. Yeah, I, mean, no, it's still... I don't think the dream part is what was into question. Yeah. Yeah, the dream yeah. part's whatever. It's the fact that, like, I'm afraid the casual chat is like, Fire Emblem getting into NSFW. I mean, like, yeah, it sounds exactly. a little like that, which is, again, very weird. I'm yeah. like, we know it. We know some units are pretty uh, fan service bait, but you don't mm -hmm. say it. No, Come on. that's exactly. very, very like loud. You let yeah. the fans use it as a nickname instead. Yeah, get it right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. So yeah. okay. Yep. So moving on to the new characters from genealogy, we've got Shannon, a sword user. We also we got Altina, who is a Wyvern Lance user. Mm -hmm. and Ray. We got Sed, not the Crusader. Sed, which is a Wind Mage. And okay. the, and this kid here named Larcel, who is Iris one of Iris' daughters, so he's also a sword user. Everybody's a sword user here. Whoa. After Thracia seven seventy six. Lots of swords. Hoorah. Marita and Avil. Well, we swords all like swords, most... right, guys? Who doesn't like swords? Oh, yeah. Most common sword unit user. class in heroes, y'all. Yep. And then, yep, their banner is still available up until a few days. So if you guys want them so badly, who knows? And then, good, yeah, good luck, good luck on getting on those. I think I'm going bet on Shannon. He's one of my he's one of my best bets, and I never I was never able to get him with the first summon tickets. Shannon's a guy, mm -hmm. all right. Yep, yeah. Shannon's a guy. Not the okay. first guy I've heard named Shannon. It's just not immediately what I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like it's super nice when they mean schemes. You're bound to have some weird ones every now and then. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Especially, I yeah. mean, there's a lot of characters in Fire Emblem. There's a lot of characters yeah. I mean, in Fire Emblem. I mean, there's 17 episodes, uh, and each has over 20-somethings, 40 characters. Yeah. Yep. Wow. For, most, for the most part, yep. Ugh. And then we got a new event, new series of cal calendar of events for running in until February. Cool. Which is already available. We've got some of them now, like the bound hero battles for new characters. Mm -hmm. We've got tap battle events going on. 
And then there is also the Mythic Hero banner that's going to happen on the 29th of January. And the third anniversary, which is going to be on February. Okay, right well, on. third anniversary is going to be something very interesting to cover. Yeah. Well, bets, well my bet in it, it will be a really good one, hopefully. But I'm, I'm going to wait for anniversary first before I can summon on the Mythic Hero banner. I think I, I won't be able to get the news on that until the next week. Seems like a safe mm, bet. Yeah. Because I'm low on orbs. End of story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of... All right. Got, something is really surprising here because last week I got this... N- well, since last week I was able to tweet here and then I saw their new unit release video. And what is this? Tokyo Mirage well, Sessions, which is makes arriving sense. It's... on Fire Emblem Heroes. I mean, that's, it's that's not that logical. surprising to me. The yeah, they're releasing the remake released. on Switch with like new stuff very shortly, and that is mm-hmm. technically technically supposed to be a Fire Emblem Shin Megami Tensei crossover. So the fact they're cross promoting it in a Fire Emblem game is unsurprising in the extreme. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, they're. One of the things I like, though, is that this time they finally got the timing right, where the releases are very close to each other, so it actually feels like a proper cross-promotion. Yeah, FFB has yep. a big problem with their crossover timing, like, the, the Tomb Raider one came out for the movie? Like, that was weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um, and I think it was around... I don't know. I can. I don't know if I can remember if it's also around the time when Shadow of the Tomb Raider was released. No, was we did not get it. I was yeah. expecting one when Shadow came out. That never happened. Yeah, I thought maybe yeah. we'd get the rerun or something. Yeah, we'd nope. finally Ow. get Seven Star Explorer Eileen, and it just never occurred. Ow. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> well, anyway, it is a shame. Tokyo. Yeah. Anyway, mm. moving back. Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE Encore units are going to be a paralog type. And these guys are permanent units. They're not limited time. You can get oh. them as off banners. Permanent later crossover. On. No, interesting. Mm-hmm. They, they've got, let's see here, they've got the characters Eleonora, whose Mirage is Virion from Awakening, a bow user. There is. Kyria, uh, I think that's her name. Kyria, yes. who is a red rod because she's using a rod, so it's a red mage user with Tharja as her mirage. We've got Mamori, who is an armor axe user, and her <laughs> and her and her mirage is Drog from the first Fire Emblem game, and we've got Tsubasa who is a Me- Mecha Pega rider, Lance user. Now, I have Mirage. no real emotional attachment to this. Uh, I never got a Wii U, so I never played the original Tokyo Mirage sessions. Are these characters we care I about? Did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a party of, like, seven characters, and basically the banner is for all four girls of the group and oh. their persona. Uh, the yeah. way it shows is that, uh, from what I understand... Uh, when the unit performs a critical hit, you have the uh, mirage that appears behind the units in the battle screen, uh, which is a pretty unique thing that fits uh, the units in question. Basically, they summon the perf. Well, 
I was about to say they summon their persona, but they have a special name in this game, which is Performer. Performer? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they're performers. Yeah, my it's understanding okay. is, despite the fact that it was supposed to be a Shibigami Tensei Fire Emblem crossover, it really had very little to do with either. <laughs> it is the yeah. FF10-2 of the series. Great. Uh, okay. <laughs> No, you know what? I say that, but I actually liked FF10 2 a lot better than I liked FF10 original, so I, I, I don't want to be that angry. I liked Tokyo Mirage Sessions. <laughs> That's an interesting take, but okay. Well, anyway. Hey, Ryan, how many Ryan times earlier? have I complained about how awful the FF10 cast was? This shouldn't surprise you. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I didn't think you would actually like 10 2 better, though. Uh, I found the story more engaging, believe it or not. Um, despite the stupid dress-up shenanigans, it actually felt like things were happening instead of just following along for the ride. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I found the bad guy a lot more compelling than just random mage guy from the ancient past who doesn't even have a single line of dialogue. <laughs> um, like, going well, up Seymour, against a natural cool. disaster like Sin just didn't click with me the same way as going up against people with actual, like, goals did, it, I, I, I could go on and on. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I trust you could. <laughs> All <laughs> well, right. Anyway, well, anyway, I missed Ryan's question about Mechapega. Well, on her tra on the release trailer of the new unit match, Subasa is actually writing a Mecha Pegasus. So it's oh, not okay. really, a, it's, it's a not Pega. a real Pegasus. It's not a real Pegasus, but that's what Pegasus knights are usually in. They ride their Pegasus. Yeah, no, they have interpretations like that. It's the same reason mm -hmm. that another character that isn't in the banners or anything, Toma, yeah. is uh, based after Kane, which is a cavalier, and mm -hmm. so he rides on a bike. Yeah, ride on a bike. A bicycle or an actual bike? Yeah. No, I mean, okay, like, like, a what? bicycle or a motorcycle, like, someone who actually, like, rides. Oh, no, a uh, motorcycle. Basically, it's a Kamen Rider in this yeah, game. Yeah, okay. Okay, <laughs> sure, I'll take it. I, I was I was hoping so, it wasn't, like, a like a bicycle, you know, like that. No, no, no. Come <laughs> yeah, on. Like a no, pedal no, no. bike, you know? I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. And and then Tsubasa's Mirage is Sita from the original Fire, first Fire Emblem game. Oh, I remember and her from Warriors. And that's not all. There's going to be a Tempest Trials event soon for the Tokyo Mirage Sessions match. The free unit here is Itsuki. Which is the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And his Mirage is based on Krom. Giving the main character and Krom away for free. That's actually... That's a ballsy move. I mean, yeah. when you remind yourself that the four banner units are the four girls in the party mm -hmm. it's it, I wouldn't call it ballsy as much as a specific focus no, now I get it no I, I understand now that was oh boy uh, okay yeah no Fire Emblem is making some choices lately that they do that they do yep, Mo yep. it's pretty evident on most uh, special no, we're heroes. Not no, we're not talking about Smash. No, no. we're not talking about Smash either. We almost no. did. I mean, uh, we, I mean, one of us did try to broach the subject, and everyone else kind of uh, <laughs> went like, this is not a topic we want to cover. So, sorry, guys. I mean, 
I mean, I was saying the last Special Heroes banner is also based on a lot of females except for Alphonse. I think my point mm. is that Fire Emblem Heroes especially is going a weird fanservice-y direction that I don't think is indicative of the main series. It's also going a weird, like, whimsical way with the whole Fairyland thing. I don't know what they're doing right now. Like, they, it feels well, so off the mark compared to the original actual game, so I'm not sure be, what kind of fan base they're actually aiming for. To be more specific, one book of the game usually lasts for a year. So... Yeah, so last time they had this story about revenants and everything, and it's all having a very fantasy, high fantasy focus, and we're losing the part where that is very grounded and that lasts about 80% of the average game. Yep, that's about it. But either way, mm, let's see here. The Tokyo Mirage Sessions summoning banner should appear later tonight or tomorrow, depending on... When we're gonna when we're gonna be upload this next episode? Maybe uh, as a time days. of as time of recording, I believe uh, it's the twentieth for you, right? Mm-hmm. So on the twentieth. Yeah. So, and in a one or two days time, it's the Tempest Trials event. So the bonus units are those four characters in the summon banner, right? And then we got the original Virion. We got the original Virion. Sida and Krom as bonus units as well, and the free unit Itsuki, which you can get in Tempest Trials event too. There we go. So, uh, so Mirde asked the question I'd have about Fire Emblem Heroes is, are they branching off trying to do their own thing, or are they grasping for revenue? I worry about gotchas that focus on fan service units and unit skins and lose coherence to their content, or worse, run out of content. I don't think mm. there's any fear of Fire Emblem Heroes running out of content, but... I, I, I do want to ask that question, just because, again, this banner is like, we're going to put the four girls on the paid banner, and we're going to have this character specifically marked as Lewd Dream, and just on and on like that. It, it I, I don't know what they're doing. Is it a, is it a revenue grasp? It, or is it just the way they're going now, which feels out of step I, with Fire Emblem as a whole? I don't... I don't think it's not the case about the about the dream thing being some sort of fan service. I mean, there there can be a reason why some of the new villains are. I mean, it could look but that way. What is that reason? Yeah, and like even if there is a reason in the story, they wrote that story. Yeah, someone made that decision. Yep. Like it can be. Why? That's that's the main question we're asking here. What's the, what's the goal? Yeah, which is all the stranger because honestly, if I want a tactical mobile game that uh, has a bit of a fan service focus, I would uh, return to Languisa Mobile. That's an option. Yeah, which uh, has uh, this kind of uh, gameplay on a wider scale and whose original designs back in the NES and Super NES days were made by an actual hentai artist. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, that definitely sounds... Like, now, that makes me wonder if Fire Emblem actually sees Langreaser as its competition. I don't they have the same kind of numbers, especially since Langreaser released over a year ago, I believe? Yeah, something like that. 
I've seen commercials plenty, but I've never actually, like, obviously I've never played the game. No, I did. It's not a bad game either, but the progression is a bit strange. Fair it's enough. I've never game. heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, I played... No, it wasn't Langreaser, it was Growlancer, which I think is a spin-off of Langreaser. Uh, yes. A terrible, terrible spin-off that deserves Ouch. to die in a fire. <laughs> um, I played a couple of those games, I thought they were okay. Like, I didn't hate them like Rana seems to. Either way, it's still okay, because it's just a little bit of surprise and whatnot. I'm, well, again, I don't think it's that surprising with the remake coming out. Like, sure, let's promote the remake in the in the big, expensive gotcha game and get people interested in the remake. The Switch is a more <laughs> popular system than the Wii U. People might actually buy it this time. A typical well, unit. If, sure. Yeah. Well, at least... I wouldn't say so. Mm-hmm. Well, at least everybody gets five orbs for the special promotion of the Tokyo Mirage Sessions event. And for there's that? also the... There's also the Tap Battle event, which is based on Tokyo Mirage Sessions as well, so it's they're playing music based on the game. I mean, it makes sense, given the game is all about music, and they have a music minigame. Yeah. Much made it happen. Yep. Yeah, this, yep. this, this all sounds like they actually care about the event, even if they are making weird fan servicey decisions aside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, cool. I, I, I hate this Tap Battle so far, because the, <laughs> the music is too fast. I had, really? I had, I had, uh, yep, they're really fast. Even the boss battle theme is really fast. Even the rhythm is really Why too fast. Yes, the boss battle music is very cool. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. And I the like promotional, and the promotional music theme, which is I think the title name is Reincarnation. Yeah, it's a awesome. yes theme. Anyway, good luck to those who are going to summon for these characters from Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Good luck. It's going to be later tonight. And I think that's it for me for Fireball Heroes. Let's go on and move to the next one. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and take it over to Rana for Valkyrie Anatomia. Valkyrie Anatomia, indeed. So, uh, a few events that came at the same time, pretty much, and then continued to last for uh, a fair amount of time without anything new in between. It was a very strange publishing time frame. Okay. Uh, like, we didn't have uh, anything new in the last a uh, week and a half, maybe. Uh, and uh, the events lasted for something like 20, 25 days. Uh, so, weird publishing uh, schedule. Uh, but probably related to the fact the employees were on a break uh, for the holidays. Anyway, okay. as far yeah. as the events themselves, there was uh, a ninth Valhalla defense. It happened. There was then hours in the dark. Uh, which is a return to uh, the kind of event one might expect when they think about uh, a spin-off of Valkyrie Profile, uh, which is not a happy event as a result. Uh, it involves uh, Senna, which is one of the first three characters you encounter in the main story of the game, but an alternative version that uh, didn't meet Karadok, and uh, as such became essentially a vengeance-crazed pirate murderer that eventually <laughs> tries to 
get her life back by uh, attempting to uh, brutally kill Lenef in the middle of a street <laughs> because she has been manipulated by some entity we don't know about yet. I like this version of set. This is cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. She is pretty cool. Uh, also, visually, uh, has uh, only uh, one eye and swords uh, shrouded in darkness. And again, while we're at it. Sure. But like but like a pirate gun, not a cowboy gun like Rufus uh, uh, when he gets uh, married. Yeah, like a flintlock sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a dark sword fighter. Uh, okay. And uh, still has uh, her critical... Uh, hitting aspect, but only with her orb. Okay, that's not as good, because without, like, when you're not dealing with the orb, she it's scaled, which is one of the things that made her so good. Exactly. But uh, her, basically all the unit stats I'm going to talk about uh, are pretty on power with each other, and we're still in that uh, meta-plateau of sorts. Uh, meaning that all units are good pulls, but none of them will push your team to the next level. And there's uh, also a bit of strangeness when it comes to the unit uh, Dark Flower Senna uh, shares the banner with, because that unit relates to the next event. Uh, so Still to talk about the unit on a mechanical point of view at the very least. We okay. have Divine Knight Alicia, uh, which is a lightning elemental sword fighter. More uh, Alicia, I she, like that. Yes. She uses a sword and a shield visually. Okay. Uh, oh, nice. And not a spear, which is kind of surprising, you'll say, about why a bit later. Uh, but she has a pretty straightforward looking moveset. Uh, focuses mostly on getting... Uh, purify gauge very quickly and uh, burst in uh, more or less every turn. Okay. And she has an alternate premium jackpot version with increased power. Right oh, we're doing this again? Damn it. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. This is the stupidest... Argh. Yeah. Arg. So I was like, huh, the both units on this banner sounds cool. I'm interested to spend... And there's a jackpot I'm not yep. interested anymore. Yep, that basically <laughs> sums it up. That level of whale bait is completely unacceptable on every level, and I hate it so, so, so much. Hard 100% agree. Now then, why Alicia? Because the next parallel event that, go that is going on is the Wandering Sorcerer which centers about uh, Lizard Valef, who is found in the middle of a blizzard with no memories. Oh, boy. I don't buy that, is... but okay. And he actually has no memories at the time uh, he gets picked up by uh, two kids, but it's actually all part of a machination to seize divine power and absorb uh, Lenef into himself. Uh, the and usual, basically like, ruin everyone's day. plot, yeah. Yes. Uh, which ends up uh, working out uh, in the first part of the event, leading to the second part of the event, where uh, since Lenef isn't there anymore, uh, Thor and Odin try to summon another Valkyrie from, from another dimension and land with Alicia. Basic oh, Alicia with Silmaria totally asleep within her. 
they are not very amused by the kind of power discrepancy there is. Yeah. Yeah, and to try to compensate by the fact uh, Lizard, meanwhile, has one of the four divine treasures laid at him, uh, Odin goes as far as to give Alicia Gugnir. That's a move. Yeah. And a move that didn't exactly pay off, given she can barely lift it. Also understandable, and, again, if Samaria is completely asleep within her, she's basically just a swordsman at that point. Yes. And that's pretty much how she's treated as she uh, leads the Enharyas into battle. Uh, the Enharyas doing most of the job and then carrying Alicia's exhausted body to the next step. Again, not uh, that surprised, considering the yeah. circumstances. Yeah. But eventually, direct confrontation with Lizard is what it takes to awaken properly uh, Silmeria, uh, who justifies her being asleep so far by saying, direct quote from the game, I'm sorry, I have low blood pressure. What? Yes. Uh, That's either a bad what? translation or, like, yeah. that it makes no like... sense. She doesn't have blood to begin with. It feels like Silmeria is interpreted as more sassy than she was in the second game. She had her moments in the second game, but yeah, that's weird. Yes, it is. Now, as far as the banner for this event, uh, we have... Uh, well, since uh, Divine Knight Alicia is already covered, we have a Calamity Gold Lizard in this one. Okay. Which is a fire and dark elemental swordsman. The good <sighs> hybrid kind, not the bad one. Okay, I'm about to say, like, the dreaded double element in Valkyrie. Yeah, no, the good double element Okay, in good. Valkyrie, good, good, good. Which is, uh, to simplify a little... Uh, either he's a full dark character or he's a full fire character. It's not that some of his attacks are dark and some of his attacks are fire. Right. So he's, uh, given... he's useful for multiple yeah. party types as opposed to having two elements that you use simultaneously, which makes that character relatively worthless. Exactly. Given that the weaknesses and strength and element uh, exploitations are pretty important to do good damage. Right. Uh, he has high attack rather than high magic because he's a swordsman and Valkyrie Anatomia is a game with no character building depths. And his attacks are pretty straightforward with uh, summoning swords, actually stabbing people and hitting them with uh, flying book pages. Okay. Lazard stuff. Yes. Yeah, the the Levatin in one hand and a flame book in another. Black Sclera, pretty menacing, Calamity Guard and all that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's Lazard, makes sense. Yes. And the other unit, uh, which he shares his banner with, is actually related to the main story and is Progenitor God Sephiroth. Which, and. I'm of two minds about the fact that they put main story uh, characters in the game, uh, but in banners shared with other events and not as free units, but that way he can actually be good, but at the same time for those that haven't gone very, he can be kind of spoilery, and it's a bit strange. Yeah, that's, a, that's not a move I really love, to be perfectly honest. 
Yeah, but as far as the unit uh, himself, uh, he's a latent mage. Uh, he does uh, direct damage, latent mage things. Uh, he okay. electrocutes people, that sort of things. Fair enough. And lastly, the third event running in parallel is the Hot Spring Incident, which is our textbook's Hot Spring episode cool. without the actually peeping on the uh, bath on the other way around jokes, thankfully. It's that... mostly about... Yeah. Yeah, that feels that feels good because that is something that Japanese games and media does a lot, and it gets really creepy really fast in the modern day. <laughs> yeah, no, they they dodge the bullet there. It's not fan service uh, uh, hot spring event. It's Talk more... about creepy. Yep. Yeah. It's more about one character becoming very, very, very drunk. Okay. Which character? Yeah, who? <laughs> I can almost uh, guess, but. Maya, one of the characters you get in uh, Valhalla Defense. That is not who I was expecting. Yeah, why did I think oh. it was going to be Lazard? <laughs> uh, it wasn't going to be Lazard. I was guessing Freya myself. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, I, I, Freya, suppose, I, I suppose she's been already pretty busy with the Christmas event and all that. Uh, mm. And mm -hmm. they, they also do... Uh, uh, interesting job at acknowledging both that some of the characters uh, that are in the in Lenef's and her yards are underage and shouldn't drink at all and that Caradog was a former alcoholic. So it's pretty cool with the little references in there, even okay. though it's a light-spirited event compared to the two other that are pretty dramatic. As for the units themselves, uh, Yukata Maya is a lightning archer because drinking makes electricity, as everyone knows, and that bottles of sake count as bows. As for uh, the other unit, she's going to, to appear in the second part of the event that isn't there yet, but she is a spring goddess known, a fire mage that hits people with hot water geysers. Okay then. All right. Seems cool. Yeah. And uh, finally, I said there were three events, but there are four banners. Uh, the last one is a banner with an, uh, without an event. A banner uh, without an event. Banner okay. without an yes. event. Sounds like uh, Last Claudia. Yeah, a little bit, I suppose. Uh, because uh, we have uh, first a rerun of uh, Garm Alif, which was okay. already on a banner without an event. Mm-hmm. And okay. the other unit, uh, exclusive so far to this banner, is No Fairy Alice. Uh, the strangest part being that she has in her short unit description a background that implies there's a story there about uh, her being a character in a fairy tale uh, Alice in the story made, but we don't have an event. Maybe it's an event they skipped in the GL version to progress a bit further. They might have skipped it, or they might have. It might have been planned even for Japan and never came out. That's worth researching. That's worth. That's yeah. worth finding out the answer to that. Yeah. All I know from my research on the unit herself is that she kills people with uh, ice skating, uh, figure skating moves. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And that uh, there is uh, another jackpot in play with this banner. Oh, but great! This time it's even. Well, it's. Worse value, but perhaps more just a 
little bonus uh, as it should be because she doesn't actually have a premium uh, starred version. <sighs> when you get the jackpot, all you get is the unit and her orb. Well, two of the artifacts of the unit, which you can exchange. Right. Okay, so that's orb. that's not the worst. That's still annoying yeah. to me, but that just... You get lucky and you double pull is really all that is. You don't get yeah. the enhanced stats, which is just god-awful. Exactly. Like, the inst the enhanced stats are the rudest thing I have seen in a gacha Absolutely. game. Absolutely. That is... But it means you don't have a cool alternate art either. And the alternate art was very cool. Yeah. It's a shame it's, atta it's attached to a uh, uh, power increase I cannot support in good conscience. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Speaking of things that aren't supported anymore, let's move on to Mobius Final Oof. Fantasy. I am very proud of my transition. Ow, that one hurt me. Um, so for those of you guys Ooh. not aware, um, Mobius Final Fantasy has announced its closure both in Japan and the U.S. I believe in Japan yeah. it closes in March and in the U.S. June. Mm -hmm. beer, March 31 beer, and June 30. Ugh. And this is this is after the Warrior of Despair arc where Act Two ends. So basically, end, it sounds like end of the story. The story is done. We're packing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, really sad because now Mo <laughs> Mobius has been out how long now? A long time. It's that been is out longer than years, FSBE, right? Yeah. I remember yeah. I tried it out once. It wasn't quite my my thing. Yeah, it was. Um, it was one of the earlier unique. FF mm -hmm. gotchas. It was before. It was before FFB. It was before Decidia. Was it before Record Keeper? No, I Record think Keeper Record Keeper was, Keeper was the like oldest. the OG. Yeah. No, technically the oldest was all the bravest, but yeah. we don't talk about all the bravest. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. The point is, this is kind of one of the elder statesmen of the gacha genre, and I think everyone who plays any sort of Japanese gotcha is at least familiar with the existence of Mobius. If only because Mobius is very pretty, honestly. I mean, that definitely helps, and it, it had is... English language voice actors, which is uh -huh. incredible. It also have a, a, has a very solid uh, PC version. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On the Steam, which I play oh, yeah. personally. Um, when I learned of the Steam release, I played, first played it. It was around when the first Final Fantasy VII collabs. Oh, this nice. is probably the biggest gotcha mobile game to close that we've covered Definitely. on this show. Yeah. It is. Mm -hmm. This and is a it, the, huge one. It's. It, it also has a lot of major elements here that released over the past three years, like yeah, we got a lot of characters that has been playable. Like if you ever if you ever get their ultimate heroes, like Cloud, Sephiroth, Lightning, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, a lot of people really spend much a lot in this game. Well, I didn't even spend a lot, but I I was lucky with some of the ultimate heroes, and some of the events that were recurring, repeating, or sometimes happens monthly. Uh, to, to, me, uh, to center a little for people that didn't know about Mobius Final Fantasy, uh, one of the main premises of the game from a little play is that it's a sort of 
story that pursues uh, the first Final Fantasy in uh, some sort of alternate dimension where mm-hmm. there's uh, some sort of various copies of uh, the first warrior of light uh, try to vie for viability uh, and mm-hmm. so it's a story driven game with a main character yeah um yep. now again it's like himself this has been and Gallant such... having that pretty interesting role too yeah mm-hmm. and this is this is a big blow to the gotcha community and probably the biggest sign yet that we all need to be aware that these games will all end one day Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this no one doubt. stinks the most because, as I said, it's a story-driven game. Yeah. It has a bit of a continuation that took FF1, of all things, an interesting direction. And that story won't be available to play anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. sadness. It's really sad. Yeah. That's why um... I was really shocked about this news. It actually came from a, It actually came from a friend who was in my Discord server told me about the announcement and Mobius is shutting down. I told him, no way, you're not You're not kidding. And then I double-checked the news updates. It was really true. I was... Yeah. Well, me personally, I've played this for almost two years. Yeah, it's we used really, it, you, it, we used to have you covered on the show. I was really speechless when I heard of its closure. Not no, again. I understand not it. Again. And that, that, I think, is the mm-hmm. real, like point of all this these games are not your friend yeah these these gotcha games are there to take your money and when they are no longer profitable they are gone mm-hmm. regardless so of any other makes... creative outlets or creative um positive focus they might have mm-hmm. in the end that's the real truth of it yep so these... yeah these games are not your friends this game are your chinchilla yeah, I, well, I mean, I'm I'm a free free to play there. I don't even spend there, but I I really worked hard on my various characters and right. progressions there. Ma- even made a lot of memories with friends who used to play it too. It it just really sads to me that another game that I used to play, that I like the story, yeah, the, sa- the music, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, it's gonna be leaving in a few months. And, but at the same time, it's, uh, I mean, the memories I have from this game, besides the story element, which were intriguing, mm-hmm. was a pretty mm-hmm. hard-to-approach game with some very unique systems. And, yep. uh, we And you, they were monetizing the attacks more than the characters, but then I beat the characters as well with the costumes. They can't only yep. attack or they didn't. Uh, it's... Uh, I can understand, in a way, why it fell on the wayside eventually. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, all it games have this cycle, unless it's Super Mario World, which is, <laughs> it comes out, it has a period of popularity, and then it declines. That's literally all games and all businesses. But unlike other games and businesses, these gotcha games, when they're gone, they're gone forever. No one's going to bring them back. We're not going to get a single-player version of this to go through this story that people like so much because it's not profitable to do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's going to happen to every other game we talk about. That's going to happen to Valkyrie. That's going to happen to FFPE eventually. It's going to happen to Fire Emblem. It's going to happen to all of them. And while Companies other Fire Emblem games, fan. like Three Houses fans, you still have a Switch of the game, you could just play it. 
Mm-hmm. That's not going to be the case of Fire Emblem Heroes. When those servers go down, bye-bye game. Bye-bye everything you've done in it. Yep. Bye. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's something so, we don't talk about enough. Like, we talked about this a bit when uh, Star Ocean closed. But again, Mobius closing is one of the biggest closures of gotchas in general. Like, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, pretty big. It's really shattering. Yeah, for the it most is. part. But it's also maybe a wake-up call. Yeah, like it don't does. get too attached to these games because they will go away too eventually. Late. Too late. No, obviously, <laughs> that's the worst part. <laughs> well, well, if you got, if you got, hmm, what is it? Go ahead. Mm, no, you go first. As I said, these games uh, aren't indeed your friend, but mm. you chinchilla or your pet hamster. Mm-hmm. You can invest mm-hmm. as little or as much as you want, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they have kind of a little less fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something to watch out for. It sucks yep. that Mobius is going away. I know that game is a ton of fans, and Kite, you yourself said you were shattered, but that's the mm-hmm. nature of this game too. space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, beginning now, or if you guys are still going to ever come back there just to make fun, more memories, I suggest just do it as early as you can. I mean, yeah. yep, we all love the game. For some who are even listening, and we'll just have to brace what when the time comes when it's about to say goodbye. Yeah. And I think that's something we all need to start keeping in mind a lot more, is that mm-hmm. these do have a finite lifespan, and they will eventually die out sooner rather than later yeah. in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Star Ocean lasted, what, a year? Only a year, just after their anniversary, they announced the shutdown. Yeah. Um, I, I like to think of it the same way I think of uh, like purchasing early access games. If you put some money into something, you have to accept the game to give you exactly what you purchased and not a thing more, even if it's promised on a roadmap or expected to happen in the next few story events. Yeah, that is very Mm. true. But even not even just in these in these games, not even just your money, but your time, which I would argue is actually more valuable. True that. True that. Either your fun memories, your money, yeah. or your hard work. Eventually, it's going to die. And that is mm-hmm. that is the truth of this genre. And that is something, something that I think we all need to be prepared for. I mean, the memories will stay. They won't I, go away. One like of the three figures on my perks. desk is yeah. from a <laughs> gotcha game that closed. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully Square Enix doesn't have the power to just wipe away your game's memories uh, from your, the comfort of your home. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Although I still would like to get my hands on the Valkyrie Anatomia source code. <laughs> yeah. Well, what uh, is the script of the storyline? Yeah. Let's let's see this to the very end, mm-hmm. if you're still playing. Yeah. Enjoy the story while it's there, because apparently the game is going to close shortly after the story does. So, be ready. If you are still playing and still a fan, be ready for it. 
Anyway, what's going on with another thing that we're going to talk about? I yeah, think let's talk about something that's still games? ongoing. Card games. Card games. Magic the Gathering, and most relevantly to this podcast, Magic the Gathering Arena. There we which go. Which had these two on death release. Cool. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, overall, in itself, the the set uh, is uh, pretty damn cool. All right, uh, it's a return to Pharos, uh, which is uh, a plane based on Greek mythology. Okay, uh, which Greek? is uh, me like. Which, I mean, like Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like Greek mythology. Ah, okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's one of the sets that uh, got me back into magic after a fairly long pause. So uh, I had uh, pretty uh, high expectations, and uh, they've in itself the set is looking very good, with graveyard becoming more of a resource due to the story being about one of the characters as Beth be having been betrayed by Hilliard, god, god of the Sun, and Castaway in Hell. Okay. And now she's uh, battling the erosion of, of her memories as she crawls back for vengeance. White okay. Planeswalker, by the way. And, uh, yeah, overall, uh, well, the setting has uh, this interesting uh, setup. Uh, unfortunately, there isn't really any proper storyline uh, that is uh, released in a book or online stories the way some of the former sets uh, were, which make it feel kind of more like a filler set. Uh, mm. It's pretty uneasy feeling this way. Uh, yeah. But mechanically, which is what matters the most uh, when it comes to Arena, uh, it uh, made uh, some uh, changes in the current archetypes. Uh, uh, graveyard is more of a resource. A monocolored deck are back on the forefront because of the devotion mechanic, which uh, rewards you from winning a lot of permanents of the same color type on the game. Okay. And uh, uh, it's pretty cool this way. For now, the set is still in the pre release phase where the individual boosters aren't sold in stores yet. Uh, and uh, we only have a sealed and constructed playable uh, on Arena. So uh, that um, hmm? yes, that brings up a question. So this set is coming out both in Arena and the real world card game. Uh, yeah, it comes. Uh, the set is exactly the same. Okay. Uh, you can also craft uh, with wild cards the cards from supplemental products. Uh, like the starter decks uh, they sell in the real stores. And uh, this way you can have uh, some of the units you couldn't get in normal boosters or indeed in the online boosters. Uh, interesting. So that's interesting that the banner, quote-unquote, is literally just exactly the same as the booster packs of starter decks from the physical card game. Like, they, they aren't changing the methodology at all. It's just the same thing. It's just the same thing, except where it isn't, uh, which can lead to both good things and frustration. Uh, but for those uh, who want uh, an experience that is absolutely similar 
to the paper experiments, but online. There's another client that already exists that's Magic the Gathering Online. And this one has things like one-on-one -on -one correspondence for the price of boosters. Uh, and to the point where you even have the ability to uh, uh, complete a full set of cards and trade it, uh, meaning that it disappears from your Magic the Gathering online account and you get mailed the full set uh, physically sent uh, to your door. Huh. Whoa! Oh, really cool, actually. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Interesting. And, and it's in part because of things like that that Magic the Gathering uh, Arena uh, is uh, mm -hmm. deliberately different. It's uh, meant uh, with uh, a different price point, and that's why it's much more free-to-play uh, friendly than Magic the Gathering Online, because you have this exchange rate mm -hmm. that you don't have with Arena. Oh, wow, that is right. very... That's fascinating. Uh... That is very interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so for now, we're in the early phase of the set release, which means that uh, so far we have the packs we can buy and we have sealed, which you can only access with gems, which is the premium currency. Right. And then mm -hmm. we'll have traditional draft, which will also be only accessible with the premium currency, uh, meaning that if you want to play limited so far, uh, which is the game styles that have you draft a certain number of cards and use them against people with equal chances so far, uh, so to speak. Uh, you will have to wait, I think it's two weeks for uh, uh, free-to-play limited you can enter with gold, uh, which rewards uh, the crystals you can use for the traditional and sealed events. Mm, I see. Okay. So they seem to have started a bit of a life cycle this way, where the first month has this limited the game style progress, and then there's a uh, historic uh, that gets that gains more focus. Historic being the game modes that feature all cards that ever were published in Arena, except the cards that were only in the beta and from set that were removed from the client since then, but they may come back to it. We don't know yet. They haven't been clear at all on the subject. <laughs> I mean, that's usually how it boils down to. Like, yeah. even in physical Magic the Gathering tournaments, there's, like, um, basically the anything-goes rules still involve, yeah, like, erratas different... and things oh, that no. have been dismissed. Like, you, you, you still gotta, like, pay attention to the new stuff. So, yeah, things that were only out in beta not showing up and anything goes does not surprise oh, me. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, you play, you pay attention to the current format to the point where a notable card, Oko, uh, uh, which was one of the Planeswalker from last set, a throne of the drain, has mm -hmm. pretty much been banned from every single format but Vintage. Okay. And in Vintage, he's irrelevant. As a reminder, Vintage is a format where things like double launch with no drawbacks uh, and Black Lotus are legal. There we go. I don't know. So that should give you an idea of that Planeswalker's power level. <coughs> and, uh, and overall, Blue-Green has been a bit of a problem color combination. Uh, oh yeah, and one last thing, uh, when we're talking about uh, monetization periods, mm -hmm. uh, do mm -hmm. you remember for, uh, when we last talked about Magic Arena, 
we talked about the Broly Days event, which was this horrible paywall yeah. for a mode that yeah. should be available all the time. That was last Christmas episode, I think? Exactly. Well, it turns out they made a, a declaration in uh, their blog about how they were, at the same time, really excited about the people that use the in-game uh, functionality like Friendly Sweat, which just implemented in order to finally challenge in each other directly more and more, because mm -hmm. the only other solution was behind a paywall. Right. And that this event, the Broly Days, was a great success uh, related to the intended audience. Oh, to the good. point where they're making another event that is similar price point, similar oh, kind no. of reward, and similar duration. Another paywalled freaking content hall! Yeah. Nani? Exactly the same event. Uh, it's not called the Bloody Days anymore, but something else. And it's the same one month long permission to play this mode that you should be able to play all the time anyway. That is yes. rude. Hi. That is rude that and unpleasant. Is a, that is a big old caress of the middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> no, I that is. Think, I think I, I just got triggered right there. It just went. <laughs> yeah, man. Triggered. I, I didn't purchase the last one. I don't purchase this one. Yeah. And I hate this. Tricky. Yeah. It's kind of tricky because uh, one of the. Well spotted that they justified the price of the event partly by introducing a new card that's good for this format and having it as a reward for your first win in the event. And some people that are purchasing do it for the cat without realizing that you can... Well, it's just like any other card in your collection and you can craft it with one of your wild cards. Oh, no. Even if you Ugh. want the card, you're not forced to participate in the event, but you can bet they're not going to make that very clear. Yeah, yeah. no, why would they? That would mean, like, losing money, and that's not something they're about. Oh, this sucks. Mm -hmm. Why? Why would they do this? Because money. I know, yeah. obviously. Ugh. These the games are not your money. friends. No, they're not. Oh, this. Friends. Um, I, I, I was nearly. I'm honestly having something. an existential crisis right now. <laughs> Why can't we be? But they friends? were so successful the first time. Didn't you read their blog? Uh, the part the intended audience was particularly yeah. uh, spicy. Yeah. Why can't we because be smart people who don't buy this are not their intended audience. This is for the dumb yeah, people, exactly. and the dumb people do buy stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Why can't we be friends? Uh, uh, but that's it for Magic the Gathering Arena. Alright. Moving on yeah. to this week's topic. This yep, we we've been through this a lot. I mean, every game, every game we do hoardings. Yeah, no, hoarding is part of the. Are. Well, I don't, I don't want to say what? every game, but in in many games, um, that we're serious about, then then, you know, especially in gotchas, especially if you um don't want to destroy your wallet too much, or if you're free to play in many of these games, you have to kind of yeah. hoard. Now, yeah, in that's also topic, the big problem. Yeah, yeah that's also a big problem for free to play. 
feature you're, play you're saying it's hoarding addiction in every game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm saying... curious about this term. Why hoarding addiction? Why not hoarding strategy or something? An addiction is usually something that negatively impacts your life. Is hoarding really going to negatively impact your life? I'm I questioning mean, it. You may be right. Sort of. Mm-hmm. Like, like sort We're going to go to FAB for a second. There's a guy in the community called Nasta, and he's a very famous guy, but he has, like, a ridiculous amount of tickets. Like, okay. four digits. Point of absolute lunacy. Four digits? Yeah. I, I think the last time I checked, it's five digits now. No. Are you no, serious? No. He possible? broke 10,000? No, no, no. I'm not he sure that's possible. Like four or five thousand at most. Yeah, which is still an incredible amount of free pulls of materials that he's not using or taking advantage of in any way, shape, or form. At that point, even shotgun rainbows is still better than nothing. Yeah. Does he clear any trials? Can he? I, I'm sure he does. I just don't know he how did. he... I yeah, think just, he did. Yeah, I'm just not sure how he does it. Um, yeah, I, I I, don't understand this. So, yeah, there is... When hoarding becomes, like, hoarder hoarding, like, you should go on a bad Bravo reality show sort of hoarding. Oh. Um, That's when that becomes extremely problematic. Resources are there to be used. It's one of the reasons that while I did play and while I did stream FFBE... Every week I'd clear, well, not every week, but every other week or so, I would clear out my ticket backlog and pull on stream and just make it part of the event. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Because otherwise you're just leaving potential resources on the table and not Mm -hmm. doing anything with them. Um, In fact, one of my first experiences with this, uh, Select 7 tickets had just come out. Um, i just gotten my first Malfazy and I was thinking of... um, getting a second one via uh, select summit tickets, especially right. since at the FanFesta, Enko signed my art book. She's the one who created Malfazy for the contest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kite actually Trace tried Malfazy. to talk me out of doing that. Mm-hmm. And Kite, you were saying, just save them. And I, I had to like <clears throat> ask you for what? <laughs> and yeah. you didn't have an answer for me. I guess your whole point was hoarding for the sake of hoarding. Yeah, yeah that was that was hoarding. me back okay. That was me way back because there was also temptation there. There's also regrets, killing yeah. off resources for the sake of f- something better. But there's right. also one thing that you really love that thing real badly. Well, there, I mean, there is there is a big risk to take. No, obviously it is no, a big I mean, risk to take. This these games are gambling. Like mm-hmm. you try to mitigate the chances, but that was an instance where. I couldn't think of anything better than something I had a literal, personal, direct um, connection to. Again, i.e., um, Anko signed my art book. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. a real person that exists in the world, and she created this character, which gave me a mm-hmm. very personal connection to this character, and mm-hmm. I wanted to honor that by having this character on my roster, and I ended up using her, like, at the very least, she was a star of my arena team. I don't think I did much PvE with her, but... Um, I certainly made that made that work. And right. that's one of these things, like I said at the time, and I mean it, resources are there to be used. They're not necessarily mm-hmm. there to be wasted. You gotta be careful how you use mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not There's using always... them is just as bad as using too much of them. It it it's just a, it, it just it, you lose at that point. I think there's a difference to be uh underlined between holding 
because you want to have as much of these inert resources as possible and holding mm -hmm. to be prepared for a specific units that's going to come. And in global, we have this uh, privilege to be able to see at least 80% of the units that are going to come yeah, because yeah. we have the JP version. So right. I mm -hmm. think it's a resource we should be using. An yeah. intangible resource that is worth more than most lapis drops, which yeah, is exactly. forewarning. Yeah. yeah, when when you're doing it for a reason, like I when I know something's gonna come soon, then then I start hoarding, you know, to me. So yeah, like I have and my then I don't have to spend hoard. any money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hoard. But those are still exactly. targeted uh, hordes. Those are still this is something that yeah. I want, so I'm saving up for it, as opposed exactly. to just general I'm just going to hang on to these forever and never use them because why would I? Like that's it's yeah. preparation. It's, so that it's even like if things get unlucky, yeah. I will have to spend less but if I just come completely unprepared because I did my daily and got units I don't want in there. Correct. And, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. As much as uh, lapis don't do anything for units, uh, the uh, for your team that is, uh, the units you don't use, the ace and the I don't know, uh, the Rafias uh, that you're getting are not doing much for your team either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, obviously there's a balance, and there has to be, but um, I, I think that's the point. In in these games, all things moderation. You can't overdo it, but you don't want to underdo it, too. Yeah, and then, I mean, certain yep. games, too, like like in Last Claudia, like, I just spend gems. Like, I'm not going to hoard for anything. Like, I'm too way too casual. If I were to do that, I would just never pull. So, like, like for example, Star Ocean, I did actually hoard um anamnesis i was hoarding for the um attack on titan for like months and then the game shut down <laughs> so i mean i ended with like a ton of freaking resources uh that i was saving yeah. for when that banner dropped and then yeah it never came i think that was also the same thing for me when i tried to wait for ffb collab and then i just snap mm -hmm. yeah. i i didn't moderate my Boarding really seriously. There was really a temptation going on in my head. Okay. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It it was it's really bad. Yeah. It, it's. Again, you got to find that moderation, and you got to know what you're spending on. If anything, I'd like for us to inform our audience and help them make the best decisions they can on their own. Mm-hmm. So I, I again like I'm I'm just as opposed to not hoarding at all as I am to hoarding too much and then never using a resource available to you. Like, that's not sane gameplay, so don't do it. And ultimately... Yeah. There's uh, a lot of valuable lessons here. Yeah, the biggest yeah, no, one, like have a plan. Play, yeah, the gameplay is a part that matters a lot because if it's not a unit you want to get because it's a, this unit and even if it's unusable, it's a unit you like from a source material and you want it, Mm -hmm. uh, the only other resources, the other question is, can you clear the content you want to clear? And mm -hmm. if it works, great. If you, you are you still using Malphabet for bits of content in the worlds of bits, but do it and don't purchase, <laughs> uh, don't uh, chase after Hesquing less well when you have a perfectly usable bet. Yeah. Have a plan. Yeah, Hordex. 
And uh, butt's bot, really. <clears throat> Sorry, you just lost me on that one, Rana. Thank you. <laughs> really? You broke me. Good job. I'm done. The hardest part uh, was keeping it a straight face throughout. I know! <laughs> I I totally snapped when butt's bot just triggered twice today. <sighs> oh, I love butt's bot. Nice. I love it. I hate that I love it so much, but I love it. <laughs> uh, the feeling's not mutual. Oh my gosh. Speaking of another thing that we love. Yeah, we yeah. have an announcement, folks. Mm -hmm. Before we go, we've got something really big that you need to, you know. Well, yes. here we go. Yes, well, um, for all of all of the fans out there, the, the Rye Bread fans, I am um, taking a hiatus from Gathering of Gotcha and really all of my, my podcasts and, and for the most part writing in general for at least the next six months. No! Yeah, it's bear, a shame bear, to lose bear, you, but bear, why don't you tell the audience why? So, um, yes, I'm, I'm kind of ramping things up in... Uh, grad school and um personally um so i'm getting married in june and i'm trying to go from part-time grad school to full-time student uh starting the fall which means i need a lot of money <laughs> so yeah. i'm Aww. not only um you know planning a wedding i'm also trying to plan a uh, a youth training program and then i'm also just going to be working seven days a week so yeah, yeah no, um, there's only so many hours in the day yeah, yeah, it's it's a shame to lose it. you, Ryan. You've been mm -hmm. you were the first guy I asked for this um, for this uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. The I very mean, first person one I of asked. The Facebook left the congratulations for you, Ryan. Yeah, seriously, this is I mean, this is yeah, all one good. Of the, yeah. One of the reasons you're, I think, such a good thing and a pleasure to work with is precisely your ability to determine i can't handle all of these things i at once i have to select and this is what must go yeah. so <laughs> your strength eventually became your undoing for the coming six months yeah i know <laughs> but, but right? know that our love and respect for you is still intact for and real i look forward to chatting casually with you Definitely, yes. I'll still be mostly in Galen's uh, Discord, still trying to get some in, into the chat, kind of part, trying to participate a little bit more. Uh, you know, Maybe you'll see me around uh, Kites as well when I can yep. go and chat. So if you guys want to still come chat it up. Um, I'll the right red stance, you know where to get. Yep. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. yes. So, yeah, it's been super fun. Um, it's been, I mean, we've had a good amount of episodes. Um, we have. I'm curious, yep. when, when I think about it, uh, you step in uh, uh, for uh, the coming month gathering of gachas. Will you be playing even in uh, auto fire mode uh, gacha game still in the meanwhile? I'll yeah, I'll still be doing FFBE. Um, one of the, the good, <laughs> funny things about my, my other job that I work on the weekends is um, I just basically i stand outside stores and bug people to sign a ballot initiative so i have a lot of time to just play ffbe um oh, yeah. like in between asking people so that's why i've been able to start clearing a few more uh trials so funny thing <laughs> funny thing i thought i was going to say what's the what's that other job air horns oh i oh. wish no <laughs> Good. Uh, it's, a cool, it's a cool gig actually it's, i've been Good. doing it since i was uh 18 so for over uh, 10 years on and off it's been my 
side gig and right now it's pretty good so i can um i already kind of mapped everything out i can reach my goals as long as i uh i'm out there every day and get yeah. it done yep. so which i'm goal, excited yeah i'm excited yeah, it's, and... it's interesting it sucks to have to pull back a little but no i understand it's, it's for it's for a good understand. cause it's for your future ryan we, we all understand. love you here you have been a major mm -hmm. part of this thing and we're looking forward to having you back six months from now come july yeah Yes. Be yeah. Oh, best wishes man. as well. Best wishes for real. I love. Thanks I love all. seeing people getting married. Oh, it makes me oh, cry. Yeah. Oh, the homeless <laughs> romantic comes out. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas me, I'm just like, darn it! Now I have to find another fourth person. This is gonna get weird fast. <laughs> well, no, I'm just that, kidding. Y'all know. Be, that's yeah. That's gonna be one of the things we're gonna try to yep. make up for it. So, um, hopefully there won't be any disruption to the podcast in general, though it does mean that Ryan won't be there, but, um, Ryan, thank you so much for being a part of this for so long and being a part of this community. Thank, thank you, you, Ryan. It's been amazing. I'm going to let you have that one. I'm going to let you have that one. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, so let's all wish Ryan well and, yeah. uh... Next week, we're going to have a slightly different round table. Yep, mm -hmm. next week as well. Look forward to our new Lunar New Year special, of course, with FFB on top. Like always. And mm -hmm. and then our first special guest, who is it going to be? I guess we'll find out. We're yeah, going to go ahead and wrap up here. Decided yet. Thank yeah. you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back next week with more of the games you love to hate. We love you, Ryan. Take care, man, and see you on the other side. Bye-bye. See you guys.